Hello, you dirty, filthy whorebags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and I'm coming to you with another episode of Table Talk, okay? And um, I really wanted to make sure that the last Table Talk on a Saturday night on a weekend is informative and that it gets you thinking about you know where you see yourself going into the next year if you do see noise and if you do hear noise in the background that's my goddaughter Yanni she's watching um Frozen Yanni come here okay say hello hi what's your name What's your name? No. Say, what's your name? Ayana. How old are you? Three. Aw, you so cute. You so cute, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, say bye. Bye. See you later. See you later. All right, go finish watching. Anyways, so I'm on Nenin duty, you know. This is why I don't need kids because she is she is enough for me. But today's table talk is all about trusting the process. And the reason why I felt like this was really the conversation that had to be had today, like right now at this very moment, was because within my own life and where I'm at right now mentally, where I am uh, spiritually, where I am physically, is not where I was when the year started. It wasn't where I was six months ago. It wasn't even where I am, where I was three months ago. And I think my journey, you know, solely based on my faith in God, but it was also me trusting the process and understanding that the end goal is going to always be a W. And the end goal is going to always be my W, which is my worth, my win, my open opportunities, my growth, my flourishment, like all of those things will ultimately always happen for me, regardless of how, regardless of when, regardless of where, regardless of um anything, you know, and that just comes with trusting the process. I'm just going to go right into it and just start with the first topic with trusting the process, which is learning to question nothing. And the reason why I'm saying that you have to learn to trust nothing is because if you hold on to what you once thought of and not what you see, you're going to always be disappointed. And the reason why I say that you're going to always be disappointed is because you're holding on to an older version of the person that you are seeing reflected before you. And that is, to be completely honest, I'm not the same person that I was three months ago. I'm not the same person that I was six months ago. I'm not even the same person that I was a year ago, you know, and so when we hold on to the person that once was instead of the person that is, we hold on to a false assumption that this person will come again or this person will eventually come back to the version that I know that they are or the version that I see them to be or whatever the case is. And when you do that to yourself and when you do that to yourself, you kind of force yourself to unsubconsciously be let down already, like from the get-go. You're living off a of false hope 
that this person is going to eventually wake up and do right by you, whichever way, shape, form, or fashion that ties to you. With me, it was my mother. If you guys know, I'm very transparent when it comes to what's going on with my life or whatever the case is, because ultimately that's the only way that you can actually heal yourself is by being transparent. And so with her, I had to learn that I cannot question who she is that's before me because the person that I see her as and the person that I want to see her as was, of course, my mother when I was growing up. And the reason why I hold on to this image of her because the mother that was before me growing up isn't the mother that I see today. And the reason why it's a disconnect is because growing up as a child, I didn't have a say so. So everything that my mother did to me or everything that my mother showed me or implemented in front of me, I took it all in. I grasped everything that she said to me. If she told me to go left, I went left. I never questioned why I can't go right. Everything that came out of her mouth, whether it was discipline, whether it was, you know, her grilling me mentally, her grilling me physically, her grilling me emotionally, whatever the case is, I took it in full force. And I I was basically a sponge. And everything that she showed me, I took it and I gravitated to it as if this was it. And so as I became older and I started to find my own identity and I started to find who I was as a person, who I was as a woman, who I was as a woman with faith, there was a huge disconnect within our relationship because she wasn't ready to accept the fact that I was not a child. And I wasn't a child that was just going to be silenced just because you say so or just because you want me to or just because you feel like I have to because you're my mother. And so... With our relationship, I had to learn that um, I can't question anything that she does anymore because she could never give me a definite answer. She cannot ever give me the answers that I'm seeking from her because she's not ready to answer them for herself first. And when you hold on to the shoulda, coulda, woulda, but didn't, whether that's with family members, whether that's with friends, whether that means with significant others, you're holding on to a false hope and a false image that one day this person is going to wake up and do right by you. And ultimately speaking, you're going to always let yourself down because you're not looking at the person that is reflected before you. You're already having an image of what this person could be and you're living off of this image of what this person could be instead of looking directly at the person that you see in front of you and see them for who they are. With trust in the process, you have to you have to learn that you cannot question anything. Everything that is around you is happening for you, happening to benefit you, whether that is benefiting you today, whether that's benefiting you tomorrow, the next day, whatever the case is. And with my mother and me learning not to question anything that she does anymore is I cannot expect her to answer questions for me that she can't expect that she can't even answer for herself first. And there's going to always be a disconnect with me and her is because she doesn't value my say so. She doesn't value my opinion. She doesn't think that I have an opinion. She doesn't she doesn't she doesn't care about me emotionally speaking to her. You know, if it's something that can give her a W, if there's something that can give her praise, if there's something that can give her glory, if there's something that could, you know, toot her horn, she's all for it. But if it's a way for me to kind of pick her brain and tell her, hey, mom, this is how I'm feeling or this is what I expect from you or this is how this situation could have been different, she automatically shuts me down and she shuts me out because she's not ready for that reality for herself.
And that is not my fuck to give. And with trusting the process, you have to you have to stop questioning anything and everything around you because that's not your worry. That's not where your energy lies. That's not where your growth lies. That's not where anything positive that has that has that God has for you is there. All that is surrounded by you questioning why people can't do right by you, why people can't, you know, you know, value you or whatever the case is, all of that is leading to anxiety, ultimately leading to you thinking that you're not worthy, ultimately leading to you questioning yourself, you know, just everything that is not good for you. And so you just have to learn that how people move and how people move with you and how people move towards you, it's not your fuck to give. And you just have to trust the process and know that if this person is supposed to eventually grow and meet you where you're at, it's ultimately going to happen. And that's not in your hands. And that should be in your hands, you know? And so with trusting the process, you also have to understand that you are being built and not bought. And there's a lot of people that don't know there's a difference in the two. And my mother has been bought and she's not being built and she doesn't want to be built. And that's why there's going to always be a disconnect with me and her because I'm okay with being built. I'm okay with taking my L's for what it is. I'm okay for taking my W's for what it is because ultimately speaking, the end goal is my growth. The end goal is me flourishing. The end goal is me changing my, my train of thought, changing the way that I process things, you know, and everything in between is all about the journey. It's all about trusting the process. And ultimately speaking, the struggles make you appreciate what you have. Everything that I've had thus far, everything that has been taken away from me has always been replaced tenfold and not necessarily replaced in financial um, freedom or anything of that sort. But I've always grown in one way, shape, form or fashion from every else that I've taken, whether that is with me at a job, whether that's me in school, whether that's me in my career, whether that's me relocating, everything that I've ever done for myself where I struggled once upon a time, that end goal ultimately showed me just how powerful I was. And that's why you have to get to a place where when you trust when you trust the process enough, you're okay with being built to the point that whatever comes your way, you're okay with taking it. Whether it comes out with the L, whether it comes out with the W, you're okay with it because you've come to terms with knowing that your L's are lessons. So that's just a better way for me to go back on the drawing board and move differently. The difference in trusting the process and the difference in being built and not being bought is when you trust the process and you know that you're being built, you're okay with getting rejected. You're okay with getting those no's because you know rejection is God's protection. So you're okay with not always getting that first knock on the door and the person to answer. And there was a tweet that I seen today that stated that um, sometimes those doors that never opened never had anything behind them to begin with. And it's so true because too many times we focus all of our energy on getting this job and, you know, focus our energy on moving or going to school or doing this and doing that. And we don't even look at the fact that we're the talent. They need to want us. They need to want to cherish us. They need to want to need us. And ultimately speaking, where God is trying to take you, you can never minimize your growth to a particular job. You can never minimize your growth to a particular career choice because 
what's for you is going going to always be for you. And if you have God's blessing on top of that, it's going to always be tenfold and it's going to always become bigger than what you could have ever imagined. And I could use myself as an opinion with that too as well because when I originally first started my podcast years ago, I did it because I fell in love with talking. I fell in love with, you know, just having the freedom to just say what I want to say and speak my mind regardless of who has a say so or who don't have a say so. But now that I'm at a place where I'm doing my podcast now on Apple and I'm an adult quote unquote, for real, for real, and I'm 25, my thought process has changed drastically from the first time I did my podcast. And I'm 10 times more appreciative of stepping on this mic and opening my mouth because I just, I just know now just how powerful the power of my tongue is. You know, the power of your tongue is powerful, period, and in general. But I've now realized just how powerful my tongue is because there's a lot of people who are waiting to hear what I have to say, waiting waiting for an opinion. I have people who call me regularly, people who call me just out of the blue that just wants me to just tell them what they need to do for themselves or they just want me to pray for them or whatever the case is. That's me finding my purpose. And with me finding my purpose, I was rejected so many times. I was rejected in jobs. I was rejected in school choices. I was rejected in career opportunities. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I always felt like, damn, why aren't you good enough? Is it because you're black? Is it, is it because, you know, you don't have experience? Like, what was the whole point of me getting this piece of paper if y'all weren't going to hire me? And now looking back on all of that, it was because the way that God wanted me to bless people was never going to fit the framework that they wanted to give me. And because of just the way that I carry myself in the way that I am very vocal with being honest and being transparent, I knew that I could never be the way that I am now if I was ever left in a box working for somebody else or talking on behalf of somebody else or branding under under someone else. I had to do me under me and my way and my accordance in the way that God intended for it to happen. But I wouldn't get here if I did not get rejected. I wouldn't be here if them doors shut on me. I wouldn't be here. And you have to be built in order for you to get to your end goal. If you expect life to just be a breeze, if you expect life to just give you all the W's in the world, then you're never going to reach your full potential because you have to be built. All of the stories in the Bibles, you know, I'm not biblical, you know. You can't you can't ask me too much about the Bible passages and whatnot, but... I know a little something, something. And what I do know is that majority of the stories of all of the disciples that God chose to use, all of them came from hardship. All of their struggles came from hardship and rejection. Even with Moses having to go down to the Pharaoh, God sent him directly down there, even though he knows that the Pharaoh was going to say no and still made sure that he prepared Moses to ultimately get his win. So even with, what's his name? David and Good Look Alive. There we go. <laughs> All David had was a rock and his own faith in trusting the process and trusting that the end goal was going to, he was going to get his W. You feel me? You have to be built in order for you to get to your end goal. You have to be built in order for God to get you to where you need to get to because God's just not going to just hand out all his biggest blessings to just anybody who don't show that they're worthy of it, who don't show that they're willing to do whatever it takes to get to that end goal. You feel me? And you know, being built eventually lets you learn something new about yourself through each and every obstacle that you come across. 
like I said, I'm not the same person that I was three months ago, six months ago, a year ago. You know, people who I haven't spoken to in years, y'all can't speak to me because y'all don't know me. You know, you just know what you see. You just know what you hear, but you don't have access to me. And when you get to a place where you're so protective of your energy, you realize that isolation is needed for growth. Because you have to make sure that those conversations that you do have around people that is in your circle are intellectually enough that it makes you think like, okay, I just had a conversation with yada, yada, yada. And I, I, was, already th- I was already thinking about X, Y, Z. And since now having this conversation, okay, let me go on Google. Let me do this. Let me do that. You know, you have to surround yourself around like-minded people. And you can't surround yourself around people who's just going to rub your back and tell you everything's going to be okay without telling you where you're falling short, without correcting you, without telling you where there's growth in, where there's room for growth in, where there's room for you to wake up and smell the coffee. You know, there's a lot of people that hang around with yes men and women. You know, you can't always have your cheerleaders. You have to have those people who dead ass love you and want you to succeed to be like, look, you need to tighten up because you could be doing this, you could be doing that, but you'd rather be doing this because this person's doing that. No, you need to do X, Y, Z. And you keep it pushing. If people really fuck with you, people really want to see your growth, they are okay with telling you about yourself. You know, of course, in a respectable manner, but you are okay with taking whatever criticism that people are going to tell you because ultimately speaking, you are trusting the process and you know, okay, if you telling me this and you telling me this, then ultimately, okay, let me go back on the drawing board and figure out where I could grow in, where there's room to grow in, where's their potential, X, Y, Z, you know? So you just have to, you just have to trust the process. You just have to trust the process. And with trusting the process, you have to understand not every person is going to always be there. The people that you think that you're going to rock with in the beginning may not be the same people that you're going to rock with in the end. And it's not your job to hold on to them. It's not your job to, you know, feel like it's the end of the world if they're not present with you. Because sometimes the version that you see of that person before he is not the version that God wants you to see. And so he removes those people and cause them to go into isolation because it's like, okay, Sandra, I see you going left. And the way that I see you going, I see everybody going right. So I'm going to move you. I'm going to move you and I'm going to isolate you by yourself. And I'm going to force you to think. And I'm going to force you to take on these obstacles and on these different journeys and stuff like that to teach you how to go right. And if you can't go right and you're going to always be left, then you can't be in those same conversations with the people that's going right. But if I'm telling you where to go and you're leading and you're listening and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you eventually go right, then I'm going to put you back with the people that's in the right. If that makes sense. You know, I've had people in my life that disappeared and never came back. I've had people in my life that disappeared and came back and it's like nothing has changed. You know, who's meant to be on the journey with you is going to always be on the journey with you, whether that's the version that they see that you see in front of them, whether that's the old version, they're going to be there one way, shape, form, or fashion whenever God is ready for them to be there. You know, and it's not your job to hold on to anybody just because of history, just because of you loving them, just because of what you should have, could have, would have, but didn't happen. That's not on you because when you try to take people with you, to where God is trying to take you, you are hindering your own growth to try to protect somebody else's. How can I want better for you than you want for yourself? That's not my responsibility. That's not that's not on me. 
that's not on me. You know what I'm saying? That's eventually on you. That's your responsibility to want better for yourself enough that you look at me and be like, okay, damn, I see Sandra moving. I see Sandra getting it. Okay, let me take that into consideration and see what I could do within my own personal life and see, okay, this is something that I really want to do. This is something that I really want to care about. This is something that I've been plotting on. All right, let me see what I could do to go back on the drawing board. And you do your part. And you show up. You show up and you do your part. And you trust the process. And you trust in the process. You trust in the process 110%. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. Because the the first opportunity that you have your foot out is the first opportunity that you allow the devil to come in. And... If you are always assuming the worst, then the worst is going to always happen. And when you assume the worst, you don't give God the opportunity to bless you the way that he wants to bless you because you are already doubting him. Why am I going to show up to your rescue if you don't even think that I'm going to show up? Would you do it? Hell no. But I'm going to stay my high at home. <laughs> I'm going to stay my home. Come to, come to your rescue for what? You don't even think that I'm coming, so why am I, why am I still going to come? You know, God is a petty God, so he's still going to show up and show out regardless for some of y'all. But the whole point of the matter is you got to do your part. You have to trust your process 110%. You have to trust and believe that it's going to be yours, whether that's today, whether that's tomorrow, whether that's the next day, the next day, the next day. You have to trust that it's yours 110% regardless of if you have people co-signing with you or not. And that's another thing. Not everybody's going to co-sign with you. Not everybody's going to love the things that you say. Not everybody's going to love the things that you do. But none of that is your worries. None of that is your fault to give. Listen, 2020 vision is learning how to give zero fucks. Okay? That's what the model is. 2020 vision equals zero fucks given. Blank in the period. Okay? Point blank in the period. We're trusting our process. We're trusting ourselves. We are understanding that we know ourselves well enough to know what's best for us, even if no one else is co-signing, even if no one else sees the vision. It's not meant for them to see the vision. As long as you can imagine it, you can turn your realities into your dreams, your dreams into your realities, okay? That is one thing that I can attest to 110%. Once I started to change my perspective and know that I can gravitate anything that I want, I'm going to get it. I eventually got it. You know, slow and steady still wins the race. I ain't out here balling, shot calling. But I am definitely at a place where I am more aligned within myself that I know if I want something, there's nothing that is holding me back but myself and my own thoughts. And when you start trusting the process, your thoughts have to match that. Your thoughts have to match you trusting the process because the slightest chance that you assume that it's not possible, that assumptions end up growing and it grows and it grows and it grows until it becomes a full-blown person or a full-blown action or a full-blown depression or anxiety or whatever the case is. And assumptions are just unrelated facts. You have to get to a place where you just allow yourself to trust the process wholeheartedly, even if it doesn't make sense to you, because it's not meant to make sense. Because remember, you're being built and not bought. Okay. And with trust in the process, last but not least, you have to accept that there are times when you will never get an apology. And that's okay. Your growth, <laughs> you closing that long, damaging chapter in your life, you moving forward, you moving away, 
you realizing your worth and your full potential, you going out and being the boss that you are, that is your closure. When people cannot apologize to you, you mutton, you stunting, you glowing, you flourishing, that is your closure. That's just how you have to look at it. I know for a fact that the shit that my mom has put me through emotionally, mentally, you know, I'm never going to get an apology for it. And that's okay because that's not my fuck to be given. You know, my own growth, my own spiritual growth, my own short term growth, long term growth, that is my closure. And that's going to always be my W. So no matter what words that spew out of her mouth, no matter the way that she thinks of me, how she talks about me, how she, you know, sees me, all of that does not matter because I know exactly where I'm at is exactly where God can reach me. And therefore I'm Gucci. I'm going to always be Gucci. You know, let people be them. Let people move how they want to move. Let people show you who they are and you have to believe them and you have to keep it pushing because they aren't where they're supposed to be. So because they aren't where they're supposed to be, they're going to ultimately feed that energy off to you. That's not fair to you and your growth. That's not fair to you and where God's trying to take you. So you have to accept the fact that you're never going to receive apologies from people who owe it to you. And you just have to take it for what it is. You just have to take everything for what it is. No matter what it is, no matter what it was, no matter what it could have, should have, would have, but didn't, you have to trust the process. Because ultimately speaking, the W at the end is always worth it, which is your worth, which is your growth, which is your flourishment, which is your dreams, your aspirations, that newness, okay? That is always worth it. Okay, so going into the new year, guys, we're going to trust the process. We're going to trust ourselves wholeheartedly. Know that you know what's best for you. Always, always. Don't let nobody ever make you question if you know what's right from wrong. Don't let nobody ever question if you know what's best for yourself, what's best for you emotionally, mentally, physically, sexually, whatever the case is. Spiritually, don't let nobody ever question you. Okay? And I'm going to just leave it as that. 2020 vision. Let's move better. Let's be better. Let's be better versions of our current self. Because you don't have to change you, baby. You just have to grow you. Okay? And with that being said, we're going to wrap this thing up. I have to get ready. Got to go to work. But I just wanted to make sure I put this out there for you guys. I hope you guys like this episode. If you have feedback, if you want to personally reach out to me, I'm always here. There's always a revolving door when it comes to me being transparent. I hope you guys have a safe and successful last closing of 2019. Let's move into the new year thinking better, being better, doing better, and just being the boss ass bitches and nickels that y'all are. You feel me? And that's on deck. And until next time, you dirty, filthy whorebags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!